0: Hey everybody, how you doing? Welcome to an all new Diary Sports the Radio show and happy 4th of July. Today's show we're going to talk a little Cam Newton, Bill Walton will uh, show up and we're going to preview a all new YouTube show we got going on. Today's music is music from some of my favorite movies. So we're going to start today's show with the Ghostbusters theme. That's right ladies and gentlemen, so if you know me personally, you know this should be no surprise here. So welcome to an all new Diary Sports the Radio show. It's showtime. On your your mark, 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 get get set, 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 go. go!
1: do Don't get caught alone, oh no Ghostbusters When it comes through your door Unless you just walk some more
0: It up, welcome everybody to an all new downright supposedly radio show. The podcast, really. I'm your host, Brent Reed. If you've never listened before, welcome. Uh, today, uh, you can hear the show everywhere now Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify. If there's a podcast out there, you can hear it, subscribe to it, listen anywhere you can. Uh, Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Yeah, and a special, special happy birthday to the one, the only Allie, uh, whose uh, birthday it is, uh, Midlady. So happy birthday. Yay, she is a young 26 years old. We had a nice joke. I got our cake, and you know, you put the numbers on the cake. I can't, My, my mic is a little down. Here you go that better brent i don't know trying to find there we go some sounds (coughs) (coughs) scared me in dog (coughs) wow anyway uh we put the cake uh the numbers reverse and it looks like uh she's celebrating her 62th birthday she likes dad jokes and because corona nobody is writing on the cake from the grocery store I bought the cake from, so I'm a little upset because I had a good dad joke to put on there that was bad, it was really bad, I didn't even understand it, but she caught it when I told her, and I was <laughs> it was like, I'm not even going to look it up, it was just a bad joke, <laughs> but you know, happy birthday, we had a pretty uh, pretty nice weekend, that, you, know, just, you know, just nice to have some fun and kick back and relax, and you know, it's always good. Um, it's funny because my birthday is June 18th and like two three weeks later is her birthday so every year we just like have to just like take you know bunker down and like basically mark like the last part of June and the first week of July off not to mention uh the one the only DJ chase also happy belated birthday to him he was uh the first of the, the week on Wednesday July 1st so happy birthday to the one the only DJ chasty mastermind behind this podcast who gave me the idea to put it up and running and said you should do this. So without DJ Chase we wouldn't be here. So thank you, Chase. Um what's happening this week? I tell you what's happening. Finally someone listened to me. Yes. I said when Cam Newton got released that there should be a group of teams lining up for him. Every team in the NFL should have been dying to get him. We're going to touch on that in a second. The team that signed Cam Newton was the one, the only, the New England Patriots. Now, I said Pittsburgh should have got him. Pittsburgh didn't make that jump. Tough, tough, tough for Pittsburgh. And tough for the rest of the league. That passed on a former MVP. Passed on a man who took his team to the championship. To the Super Bowl. Passed on a man. Something that Philip Rivers has not done. Something that st- Sam Bradford. Uh, uh, Andy Dalton. Um, um, Marcus Mariota. Uh, who else was a free agent that got signed before Cam Newton? Teddy Bridgewater. Um, the... Th- The list goes on, okay? There were two quarterbacks that were free agents this year that everybody should have been going, ooh, I need to get my hands on them. That's Tom F. Brady and Cam F. Newton, okay? Newton, excuse me. Cam Newton, yeah, I said it right. (coughs) Two men (coughs) that were the clear-cut best players on their team. Two men that the, the, the organization built around said team. Now the new owner of the Carolina Panthers, my favorite genius, decides he's gonna go in a different direction. Now imagine if you will, I'm not comparing I'm not comparing Cam to Jordan, so I'll compare Cam to Allen Iverson. Imagine why AI was in his prime after taking The 76s to the finals. A new owner came to to purchase the 76s and decides that he's going to go with a backup quarterback versus a former Heisman Trophy winner, a former Pro Bowler, MVP, a man who has been to the final, I mean, been to the championship, and chose to go in a different direction. That, ladies and gentlemen, is how you define genius in a dumb way. Some you can be genius and be smart, or you can be a genius and just be dumb. You're just a genius at your work. And he is I I wish on epoxy on that Carolina team that they don't win ever while that man owns the team. I want them to finish Brown's land. Every year, just no hope. No hope. To think that Christian McCaffrey, a running back, is going to be your your future? Let me give you guys a history lesson. A running back has not led a team to the Super Bowl since um, Emmitt Smith. I can put money on that. You don't believe me? Go take a look at the last few running back greats. None of them have gone. Uh, Adrian Peterson, no Super Bowl. Ladanian Thomason, no Super Bowl. Chris Johnson, no Super Bowl. Um, 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 I'm trying to think. There's a uh, the guy played for the Steelers, uh, not the Steelers. He played for um, heck. Ezekiel a- Elliott, no Super Bowl. But you're gonna and, and you're gonna go. Christopher Caffrey is the friend. He's not as good as any of those guys. Maybe the reason why Christian McCaffrey was halfway decent was because the guy that was in the backfield with him, Cam Newton, the dual threat. He could run it. He could throw it. Oh, quadruple threat. And he could talk back to it. So now you put Cam in New England and you got people doubting a man who is no older than 30 years old. Let me get Cam's exact age. He is 31 years old. Cam at thirty one is getting doubts because he's coming off his first major injury. So he's the first guy to get hurt and he can't play no more. But Ben Roethlisberger, who's a thousand years old, just sat out the entire year. He he can still ball, or can't? Or Tom Brady, who is Medusa's age, he can still ball. If I have to put money on anybody, I'm putting money on the 31-year-old strapping young man, and I can say that because I'm four years older than Cam, (laughs) that the guy who was built like a tank and was not injured because of a player on the field, he just basically, you know, he needed a break. Because Cam didn't have the right coach to kind of, you know, savor what that guy has. Now you put him with... Bill Belichick, you're you putting him with um, da, da, da Vinci. You're putting him with my my, my um Michelangelo. You're putting him with Doctor Emmett Brown. Inside joke. You're put, you put. You, you're giving him to Vincent Kennedy. You're giving the man, you, you, the, the a real genius, if you will. And Bill Belichick and you're t- you're looking at Bill and you're saying if Cam Newton is 85% of what he was in Carolina holy Moses you think Bill Belichick can't design or whoever his 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 lieutenants are that he's not going to have Cam Newton protected if that New England Patriots line could protect Tom Brady For a thousand years and keep his butt upright. Oh my God. Only imagine what they'll do with Cam Newton. A guy that if you give him pocket time. Would destroy a defense offensive. I know all you are drinking the Kool-Aid of Lamar Jackson. Lamar. Oh my God. Lamar. He's a human video game. Lamar. Oh my God. Don't forget Cam Newton was doing it without an offensive line. Cam Newton was just running through guys. He would they would run an option. He would run through. Don't think for one minute that Bill Belichick is not on the phone with um Nick Saban down in Alabama getting some college options, getting some college plays, saying, What can we do with this genetic freak? With this a uh, rare specimen, in a man that's six foot five, two hundred and forty-five pounds, built like, <laughs> built like a linebacker, designed to throw it like a quarterback, and ready to run like he was a wide receiver.
1: <clears throat>
0: you're asking yourself right now. You're listening to me, and you're going, "Wait a minute! T- t- whoa!" I have New England going to the AFC Championship. I forgot about Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And as long as they don't have the, the Super Bowl hang up, they'll be back there again next year. But if Cam Newton gets that team to the NFC Championship game, he's already told Carolina, you can bite me. He's already told the rest of the NFL, this is what you think? Trust me, this is a tryout for a long-term job. Cam Newton is not leaving New England. He will be the quarterback there for the next five years. Whoever they drafted better get comfortable because he ain't playing for five years. Now, now, the conversation is, should have Cam Newton gotten less money than Phillip Rivers? This goes back to what I was talking about. Uh, I talked about this on my um on the YouTube Downray Sports Show. Everybody gets happy that the league is doing something little over here. Hey, we're gonna play lift every voice. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna donate some money to the Black Lives Matters. But yet here's a guy who's a former League MVP and been to the Super Bowl and is getting less money than Phillip Rivers, who has done none of that. Cam Newton, number one draft pick. Phillip Rivers, number four draft pick. Cam Newton in his, what was it, one, two, three, four, five, in his fifth season took a team to the Super Bowl. Phillip Rivers has been in the league since the dawn of age and has not even seen the Super Bowl. He's had no part to the Super Bowl. But yet, he's getting a little more coin than Cam. That's the type of stuff the NFL Union needs to fight for. That's what they need to be fighting for, not the same status quo crap. I can guarantee you this would have never happened in in basketball or in the in in, in baseball. You would never see. Uh, let's let's compare the two. Okay, let's compare the two. <clears throat> Who would be? Let's let's say, say James Harden. Let's go with that, because James Harden. Uh, Yeah, let's go Russell Westbrook. Same kind of, you know, revved up player. You got Russell Westbrook and then you would have a guy like uh, who's in that same category but never been to the NBA Finals. I'm going to go with Chris Paul. Let's go Chris Paul. One's younger, one's older. One's been to the Finals, one hasn't been to the Finals. One's an MVP, the other's not. I can tell you right now, there's nobody signing Chris Paul at that older age. Now Chris you're gonna go research and like, well, Chris Paul's making this kind of money. That money is based on a trade. That is his old contract. Okay. If Chris Paul was a free agent now and Russell Westbrook was a free agent now, Russell Westbrook will get more money. Easy. Easy. Even if it's a fraction more, he's gonna get paid more because he's the younger guy, he's the more exp- he's got more in the tank, he's got more to offer. Not Phillip Rivers. I don't even know why the Colts sign him. Now, with that being said, you get Phillip Rivers inside a dome. He's going to be playing on the turf. Yeah, he may light it up, but he ain't do jack squat last year in LA where the temperature is 70 degrees all the time, which is basically like playing indoors. So, yeah, you picture Colts. You made your bed. Sleep in it. I'm going to tell you right now, Cam Newton and the New England Patriots is like the NWO right now. they coming through and they taking over everything. All right? They're not playing any games. Now, I think uh, New England needs to make one more move. They need to make one more move. And they need to call Arizona. Go get Cam some help. And go get Larry Fitzgerald. Because he ain't doing a damn thing down in Arizona. And he hasn't been since Kurt uh, Warner left. But Cam has proven that if he has a good tight end and a pretty good wide receiver, he can make magic happen. Heck, is Jimmy Garoppolo, not Jimmy Garoppolo, is Jimmy Graham available? Can Give Cam Newton Jimmy Graham. He will make it work. Trust me. I'm excited. I'm getting a Cam Newton New England Patriots jersey. I am. I am, and I don't care what nobody says, because I believe in Cam. And Cam, we trust on this show. I can tell you that. Anyway, as I said when we did the cold open, today's show, we're going to have a little fun. Um, all the music today is music from movies. Uh, we kicked it off with Ghostbusters. We're kicking it off with some Tina Turner from uh, the GoldenEye James Bond movie. And uh, we're actually going to end the show. You're going to be like, what movie was that in? And I'm going to tell you when we end the show with uh, a certain song. So let's... uh. Hit it to Tina Turner and uh what's name his name? Goldener, the name, the name? The name <laughs> of the movie. Ain't that just a sad, right? Town sports. <laughs> Welcome back everybody A little golden eye by the one, the only, the great Tina Turner For those of you that uh, know Beyonce Before her, many, many moons before her There was the Tina There was Tina Alright, before Beyonce was on stage Jumping around and gyrating No, there was Tina Alright guys, so You bets to recognize If you will Uh, The NBA is set to return uh, In a few weeks Um as of right now that's subject to change with players getting sick and players dropping out i'm i'm under the belief that if you keep having players drop out maybe you should reconsider you know um because you have teams that's going to be there that's going to be wasting their time the brooklyn nets will be wasting their time they're gonna be missing four key players um uh deandre jordan Kawhi. Kyrie Irving, um, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Kevin Durant. You know, what are you sending them there for? To fill up roster space? like I mean, just to fill up the area? Uh, t- which is funny to me, and I'm not going to harp on this too long, but Anthony Davis, LeBron James, James Harden, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. I just named you the who's who of the league. And I didn't even get to everybody else. But that's the who's who of the league. Those are the top guys. Those are guys that have achieved something. My favorite, Kyrie Irving. And others think that by playing, they're taken away from social activism. I'm not going down that path. But what I... Did what I do feel is that and, and I'm gonna throw David Price in there because he announced he's not gonna be playing and yada yada yada. I want all these brothers to know, and I'm addressing them directly. Like they I want all these brothers to know that if you were an employee at Target, Best Buy, uh Sherman Williams, Verizon, um Carmax, wherever. When the pan, when 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 Corona hit, you got your time. They let They either furloughed you, or you sat at home for a little bit. But when they tell you it's time to come back to work, your butt better be back at work. I work for a company that I there. I don't think there's anything that says that if I feel that I can't work because of Corona, that I'm allowed to just sit at home and collect a check. No. they've made it very clear that if you think you got corona that you need to use your time so last time I checked, I don't know if there is sick time in the NBA or baseball, but I would look these guys in the face and I promise you that if the the league said yeah, you can sit at home, but you can't get paid there would be some reconsideration going on and I'm not I'm not saying these guys should play out of selfish reasons like it's not fair that we don't get to see them play but I think it's not fair that they are cuz what with, with what they're doing is a misjustice because you're going to have young black kids out there that think they don't have to go to work because of the situation. I ain't got to go to work. He ain't got to work. I ain't got to work. And it ain't that type of party, guys. They don't we don't have that kind of le- le- leverage. Every, my mother <coughs> is a nurse, she's gotta go to work, and her life's in danger, my dad's gotta go to work, Um, my girlfriend's gotta go to work, her dad's gotta go to work, we all gotta go to work, white, black, whatever, but you, you know, they're gonna put you in a situation that's more, that's probably safer then, if you just abide by the rules it's safer than us just living day to day people are going to do your shopping for you people are going to do your laundry for you like I, I like what makes me laugh is like yeah they got to be in this bubble and I'm saying to myself like where I work they ain't got us in no bubble they gave us a mask and some gloves to say get to work you know what I'm saying we don't even test people when they walk in the door we're just there and I'm supposed to listen to some dude whose health insurance is ten times better than mine, and um, and 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 he's going to tell me he's sitting at home because of, for health reasons and uh, um, social activism. <laughs> Not enough people slap these guys in the face and go, "Are you serious, bro?" I'm honest, yo. If I'm the Brooklyn Nets, I know I'm sounding crazy. If I'm the Brooklyn. I'm reevaluating Kawhi Irvin's contract. You got hurt your first year. You barely played. You've been a mouth and a pain in the butt ever since. I'm reevaluating this contract. And I think I gotta be right to. I'm reevaluating the contract and thinking maybe we should rediscuss your deal since you want to play when you want to play. LeBron James, the best player in the world. Not in the United States. Not in LA. Not in Compton. In the world. Is playing. He hasn't even. Echoed the words, "Sitting at home," and he's playing. Who in the blue hell, Kyrie Irving and the rest of you, especially DeAndre Jordan? <laughs> like you guys have won nothing. You've done nothing but com- but made fools of your whole. When people look back at your careers, you guys are gonna become footnotes in the game of the-, the basketball. When you're when when you're at this level, and I had a whole different thing scheduled for today, but. I'll just push it back to next week when you have when 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 your job is to be the best at what you do that's number one other than that there ain't no point in you playing and people if you think I'm like being petty or whatever think about that for one second they're professional athletes they're the top one percent Of their craft. If their job is not to be the best at that. Then they could have just quit. And let somebody else get that spot. But you look at a guy like uh, Kyrie Irving. And I know he's becoming my favorite punching bag right now. But he's playing in Cleveland. The three years he plays in Cleveland. Cleveland is trash. I'm talking with a capital T. He gets two coaches fired in three years. Let me say that again. Two coaches fired in three years. Bring in LeBron. LeBron's like I'm ready. Was it four years? It was four years. LeBron's ready to return. He returns home. LeBron returns home. Boom. Dun dun, dun dun Now you, for the first time in your career, you get to sit under the learning tree of the best player in the world. That is very rare for a lot of people. Imagine if if um whoever. Yeah, let's do that. Imagine whoever the um let's say let's do Chicago. Let's say Chicago, um, Michael after 1999, after 1998, after they won the championship the last championship, Michael leaves for a year and then returns. And whoever the young guy on that team was gets to learn from Mike. Gets to learn from Mike. Not 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 Washington Wizards, Mike. Real Mike. And let's do you better. Even if it's Washington Wizards, Mike, that's still better than some guys you get to learn from. But I digress. You get to sit and be teammates with LeBron. And in his LeBron's first year, you make the playoffs for the first time in your career. In LeBron's first year, you get to go to the NBA championship, something you never thought. And you didn't just go once. You went twice and won one. And thought that your britches was bigger than what they... You thought your britches was a little too small. You thought you were a little too tight. You needed some more room. I need, I need to get some more room. I need more room in these pants. And so, Cleveland obliged. And gave you more room. And sent you to Boston. Cleveland went back to the finals. You didn't even play your first year in Boston. You got hurt. Maybe your britches were a little too big. And then your first full season with the team... The team did less with you than without you. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals without you to a Game 7 with you. They didn't even make it to the second round or to the third round. And then you go again. Your britches were just a little too big. So you leave Boston and you sign with Brooklyn. And you bring a broke Kevin Durant with you. Now here you got your... You could, you could do two things. You could just set up the first year. And just pretended to be hurt. Or you could have balled out. Put the team in position when Kevin shows up. Everybody's, oh yeah. They looking good. Kyrie Irving, ladies and gentlemen, has not won one MVP award. Nor been nominated. If he has been, he's like number 10. Alright. Can can he beat me one on one? Absolutely. But who couldn't? I mean, average man. I am a fan talking on a microphone. Dinging in his ass. Because he has disrespected the game to its fullest. There have been greats that have come before him. Greats. And I can tell you right now, there are, going, there are guys right now that either play on the Knicks, the Suns, or some of them teams that just got, that got to sit home that wish they had the opportunity to play and have an opportunity to play for a playoff berth. Or wish they were in his position. I can tell you right now, I I think Isaiah Thomas, who they trade, would have loved to have stayed in Cleveland. Would have loved to play with LeBron. Um, 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 um. Chris Paul. uh, uh, I'm not going down the list, but there's a list of guys. Carmelo Anthony. There's a list of guys that would have loved to just been in his shoes. But he just, you know, and then... (laughs) DeAndre Jordan. Who told you to speak? What? I don't even know DeAndre Jordan was still in the league because he has become the irrelevant man. Because somebody told him a long time ago he was more important than what he was. The problem is guys don't get checked no more. They don't get told that hey, you 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 really not that you really not that important, dude. Like. Mm. Like, I don't think Kyrie gets it. He's like two draft classes away from just being that old man in the game. When that next dude just comes cross you up and you like, "Oh, what just happened?" <clears throat> we will see. We will see, but I think it's selfish and I think it's arrogant and I think it's disrespectful that they will go and say they don't want to play for health reasons why. While and and, and and while you're being put in the safest environment as possible, when the average Joe, it don't you got got my God bless him. I know people in my family have to ride the bus to and fro from work, ride the train to and fro, put in danger, in 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 immediate danger. I know you know what I mean. I know guys that's got to go in to coal mines and die and be around people and to put in, in danger. Once again, my job, we don't tell people they have to stay outside and I walk and I and I help them through some type of window. I'm told to put a mask on and some gloves and wish for the best. And clean the counter when you're done. But this guy, who's gonna who who they're gonna make sure they dis they dis- they disinfect the the ground he walks on can't play. I I wish. I wish I had that option. I I really did. I I really did. Anyway, um... Next week, we will have Bill Walton join this show, and uh, that should be fun, Uh, but I didn't have to get that off my chest. When we come back, we're going to talk baseball, um, and the new show that's going to premiere on YouTube uh, starting this Wednesday, so that should be some entertainment fun. Uh, What's next on the song list? Um, Beautiful Stranger, as we continue our movie theme, this was from the second Austin Powers movie, uh, The Spy Who Loves Shag I think, yeah, because International Man of Mystery is the first one. So, The Spy Who Shags Me. Um, and this was Madonna, A Beautiful Strange. I love this song. It's so dope. But, uh, Downright Sports, everybody. We back, yeah, we're back. <laughs> Who am I asking? Uh, so let's we're gonna wrap today's show up. So, YouTube, um, normally, if you pay attention, which obviously nobody does, this <clears throat> excuse me, I had a uh, YouTube show, Downright Sports, the originator. Um, and new episodes it was always on Wednesdays and it was always touching on a lot of different topics. Well, not now. Uh, the YouTube, uh, the Downrange Sports YouTube show. <coughs> excuse me, is uh, changing format. We're just doing baseball. We're gonna do baseball from now until the World Series. Um, touching on the topics and you know stories. I'll probably end up talking primarily about the Yankees. Um, but as what the show's gonna be about. Um, try to just focus on one thing and see if I can if. <laughs> if I have the focus to do that, I'm dying of thirst. I did this whole show. I didn't have a bottle of water near me. I don't know what I was thinking. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry about that. I had to walk away for a minute. Um, but so basically, the um, I'm still working on the format, which is crazy because I'm gonna do the show Wednesday. But the format of the show is going to try to have a little fun with it and. Do things a little differently, um, uh, break it down a little differently instead of just doing just a basic old stagnant, like, well, this what's going on. Hopefully, I can do the show quicker, um, try to do the show in 10 minutes. That's kind of the idea. Um, the first two shows may be a little long because they're gonna be like preview shows, but I still think we can do them quicker and just bust them out and touch on things that's just imp- you know, that's important and just keep it moving forward. Um, so, that that should be the idea. Um, with baseball getting ready to come back, I'm reading some big names don't want to play. Um, looks like Buster Posey is considering not playing. Felix Hernandez is considering not playing. Um, David Price has already said he's not playing. If you listen to my last segment, if you listen, obviously you listen to the show. You've heard in the last segment my thoughts on that. And I'm I'm... Baseball may be a little bit different because they're not going to be playing like basketball basketball they're playing in one place every day they're keeping them in they control who goes in and goes out. is gonna be different it looks like they're gonna be playing from their respectable stadiums are gonna be traveling so they're more open but still baseball as you can see in North Korea and South Korea, in, in Korea is a little more controllable because you're not really touching anyone yeah <laughs> you're not really touching anyone, and I think again, these guys somebody needs to pull these guys to the side and go, you know you're not really doing a whole lot like <laughs> you only have to work sixty, 60 games you know, and then your your season's done and not to mention and you know, if if you touch te- the baseball, you stay with your team. If they test the team early, you test everybody, and you keep them all together, you, you're less likely to to get to catch anything because you're just with the same people all the time. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna have to spend some time thinking about this because I really don't understand like what the heck is going on. Like you don't hear any of the the soccer players overseas complaining, these guys is like, I'm watching right now, these guys are like hugging and high-fiving and, you know, taking their shirt off and like belly rubbing (laughs) together, and they they seem perfectly, you know, cool with it, but here you got a group of guys that may, don't never have to touch each other, and, you know what I mean, like, I gotta listen to this, you know, oh my god, I'm scared to play, I'm I'm scared to go to work, but I gotta do it, so, you know, I... (laughs) I don't think enough players are being called out on their crap. Baseball, I'm going to tell you something right now. Let's just keep this funky. Baseball, you're already in the hole. I, I watched A-Rod the other day talk, and he made so much sense. A-Rod, may need, A-Rod should be commissioner of baseball. I know that would never happen, but he should be commissioner of baseball. The ideal, the the, 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 the thinking by the players is more asinine than the owners it's the players i notice in baseball that hold themselves in very high regard um they want to throw at a guy if he wants to flip a bat they want to throw at a guy if he wants to celebrate a little. don't you show me up i don't throw this ball <laughs> You know, don't throw when it makes me put it a thousand feet in, in uh, um in the in the seats this new and it, it's something new because I watched baseball my entire life and this new and and I coached it and I noticed when I started coaching, it, it, I was told it was a gentleman's code that, you know, we don't do the, the, now the code I was always under the impression of was if you were up by a certain amount of runs you didn't drop a bunt you didn't steal you didn't show up the other team, but like if you wanted to have some you know some cool handshakes or. You know, you wanted to have some, some catchphrases... Or you wanted to have a little fun... That was fine... You know, as long as you wasn't overkill... As long as you didn't like run over to the other team... And like... Dog pile them. Like, you suck, you suck... You know what I'm saying? But if you just wanted to... You know, in your dugout... Have some fun... When you come to the plate... You know, you hit one... You throw the bat a little bit... Like... The baseball has to... Baseball has to get over itself... And... Understand that it's not that serious and it's no longer the 1920s where you have the stranglehold on the media, where you have the stranglehold on little kids' lives, where you can come up with these mythical um, 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 uh, stories because there was a TV everywhere. People watch baseball. People get bored by baseball. Easy. Why? Because you guys tend to make it boring. You're staying out in the field, scratching yourself, spitting. You think people want to watch that? The game needs to be more, and I hate to use the word entertaining, but they do need to do more, whether that's micing up the players, whether it's the players being more open. Because these players are too, you, you got to listen to some of these guys. Some of these guys are being interviewed, and they just sound like robots. I can't remember who it was, but he was being interviewed, and it was like, so you won the game in Walker Fashion. How you feel? Yeah, it was. You know, we bat in the ball and we we felt good and um, you know just did my job. Your job was to just hit a walk off on run. Wow, how many times you've done that in your career? You know, where's the excitement? Like, go back and listen to the Mickey Mantles. Go back and listen to the the Reggie Jacksons. Go back and listen to some of the greats and. You know they were have they were they were delighted to talk to the reporters and talk to fans. Half the time, these guys was drunk, but you know these guys, you know, you gotta. I think every athlete needs to remember you're playing the kids' game. That's number one. You're playing the kids' game, and number two, you're getting paid more. You're you're, you're making more money in a game than some people make in a year, and that needs to make. I think guys need to remember that and go, holy crap. Let me get my, you know, let me let me give something a little bit back, you know. Whether you know, that's whether spending 20 minutes with a reporter, that's uh, going into the stands or just hanging out with fans, you know, reminding people that you remember. But some of these guys, they they've never because they've always had that, you know, that silver spoon hanging out their mouth crap. And I, you know, I think they need to be checked. I think every athlete in every league needs a reality check. I think the fans, football, basketball, baseball. Need to just go. You know what? Keep your arrogance <laughs> and just go sit back and let them. You know, <clears throat> have their. You know, whatever they want. You know, you, you. Right now, you're about to play in front of no fans. Get used to that. If you don't change the way you think, I'm gonna leave the show like that. Uh, thank you all for listening. Subscribe everywhere: <laughs> Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify. Um, anchor um yeah so, so, so subscribe everywhere uh hit us up at twitter and uh hit me up at twitter brent read 18 uh, hit me up at instagram at dowry sports uh check out some exclusive photos and content uh, we'll see you guys and I you will hear you'll hear me again next week and uh yeah be safe happy fourth and uh you know wear your mask and go vote all right everybody deuces
1: Good one! You know I'm a dreamer One more.